NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help DGENs only cash big. Use promo code SGP for a 50 deposit bonus. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive is the new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysts, and free betting picks from cappers and bettors, including the crew from SGPN. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Check out all the free videos at betterthan.vegas. That's betterthan.vegas. And finally, we're brought to you Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paid providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com. That's aceperhead.com. Welcome to NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Rich Fat Baby McKee. Usually I'm joined by Zach Swissbank Broner, but he is currently a law student taking finals right now. So I have another very exciting co-host to take us through five more teams that we're previewing win totals today. Please welcome back to the show, George Brooks. How are you doing? Hi. <laughs> Wait, that's the, that's the I, energy you're going to give me is high? You know what? I pressed the volume on my headphones right when you said my name, and then it made a big beep, so I didn't hear you say my name at all. So I, But then it looked like you were waiting for me, so I figured, anyways, hey. Uh. Hey, there we go. That's the energy hey, I was looking for. Oh. George is back on the show. We had her on during the pandemic when the NBA was shut down to talk all things Toronto Raptors. She is going to be a regular SGPN contributor now for this NBA season. She's an NBA super fan, but she's just now truly diving into sports gambling, which is going to be an interesting perspective for all of us to see it for through her eyes. How are you feeling so far about your NBA gambling deep dive? Um, I feel good. I feel like it's really fun to take all your knowledge about basketball and apply it to a different to a, to a way that actually like affects you. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, also, though, it's really hard to care about. I don't know, like like we're going to talk about the Cavs today. It's really hard to care about the Cavs. Yeah, <laughs> it's really hard to care about some teams. I get it. Um, a lot of the teams we're talking about, I wouldn't care about unless I was gambling on them. We, yeah. We're starting to get to the bottom of the barrel teams, except for the Suns, who I'm, of course, that's my team. Very excited to talk about them. But yeah, we're talking about some teams that not many people will care about overall this season. Yeah. And also some teams that I, uh, I wouldn't even suggest betting on. Yeah. Well, we're, <laughs> we're going to get to all that. So we're going to preview the... Uh, in, in this order, we're going to preview the Atlanta Hawks. We're going to preview the Washington Wizards. We've got the Detroit Pistons. We've got the Cleveland Cavaliers, who I almost forgot about, even though we just said their name, and the <laughs> Phoenix Suns. George and I are going to be previewing these teams, talking about the win totals, talking about the changes in the offseason. Then tomorrow, Tuesday, Zach and I will finish up the rest of the previews. And by the end of this week, we will have all of our uh, our final picks for all of the win totals for each of the team. And George will be doing video picks for us all season, and she is going to have her best bets for win totals this season as well. How many best bets do you have right now in your head? Um, I have four best bets. I kind of changed, like, at first, uh, one of my best bets was Celtics under. Mm -hmm. I've changed to stay away from the Celtics. I don't know what's going to happen there. Uh, I was sure it was they were going to go under, but then I think I'm a little biased because, like, 
I hate them. Okay. So I was, but they do have a lot of things not going for them this season. So I say don't bet on them. So I guess that's a sure bet. Don't bet. Well, there you go. Um, I mean, don't give too much away because we've, we've got videos coming up. We You're, you're going right. to be doing videos across our social media platforms. You're also going to be on our new sponsor, Better Than Vegas, which uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, go over to Better Than Vegas. Check it out. It's all videos all about sports betting and sports betting picks. So, um, and we got a, a new account there called SGPN where we have all of our contributors adding videos. So before we get into the teams that we are going to preview today, I did want to ask you, you're from Canada. You are a Toronto Raptors super fan. How are you feeling so far about their season and the fact that they have to play in Tampa Bay. Um, so for starters, I wish they could play in Canada because I don't, I, I didn't want them to go somewhere that they were going to like better than Toronto. Um, but <laughs> that's an interesting perspective. I think yeah. most Canadians were like, fuck. Uh, but I'm not too concerned about them playing in Tampa versus Toronto. The only thing that would concern me is like if fans were allowed to go. Because mm -hmm. um, as everybody in the NBA know, everyone knows, uh, playing like in in Toronto is the best because the fans are like insane. Whenever yeah. I watch another game and I'm like, nobody's in the seats. But in Toronto, it's like it's jammed to the brim. Yeah, the Raptors uh, have a huge home court advantage with their fans. So yeah, yeah, that, that is definitely, I, I, would, I would say that's definitely going to hurt them. But they played well in the bubble without fans. So we shouldn't be too worried about it. And they already seem like they're having a lot of fun. Um, there's a guy on the team. Uh, so I said, like, some of them suck at golf, but, like, golf is a really big thing for the Raptors for some reason. So I think they all wanted to go to Tampa. Like, when they got to pick places, it seemed like they were pulling for Florida. So okay. I'm just worried they're going to get COVID because Florida is, like, riddled. But so is most of the states. Yeah, I mean, most states are riddled with COVID at this point, and I already like the Raptors over. They're at 42 and a half right now. I definitely feel like, for me, they're a lock to go over, um, and, and you can, and I'm not just saying that to butter you up, because they, all of the teams, it came out in the schedule that everybody is playing 10 fewer conference games within their conference. So that could hurt Eastern teams because Eastern conference teams are traditionally, the Eastern conference is not as loaded as the Western conference traditionally, but I still see the Raptors as a favorite top three team. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, Raptors fans get really soured that like the, Vegas always puts them under like really low. I mean, like they have really low expectations, but it's pretty nice if you want to bet on them because they haven't gone under like, or they haven't gone under what Vegas projected in like nine years or something. Something stupid. Go. Like everyone's like, how did they do it? It's like, we do it fucking every year. I don't know. Well, you have one of the best coaches in the league. Nick nurse yeah. is a top two, three coach. Literally one coach of the year last year. We've talked about this on the podcast before, but they played large segments of last season without Marcus Gasol, without Serge Ibaka, and they were still winning. So I feel like they can figure out how to make up for the minutes that they're losing with those guys. Yeah, and honestly, I think Aaron Baines is like going to pick up a lot of more slack than people think. Like He plays a lot. He's not as good as Marcus Gasol. But he scores more baskets, and that's nice. Um, but he also is like, he's. It's not like we don't have a center. <laughs> like, right. We have centers, and um, and I think Siakam yeah. Siakam can even play at center for small ball lineups too. Yeah, and, he's and that's that a, and looks a good. powerful lineup. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Absolutely. Well, as a as a Suns fan, I will be honest. I'm sad that we lost Aaron Baines because he was real fun to root for last season. So I'm a little jealous of you that you get to root for him this year. Damn, thank you. That there means you, a lot. There you go. There you go. I like him. He just had a birthday and a baby. He's ready to like play good. Yeah, he's, he's killing it. A birthday and a baby. Yeah. And now for a quick break and we'll be right back. It's the most wonderful time of a year that, let's be honest, can't end soon enough. Let's get rid of 2020. We all deserve a win. We all deserve a little extra money in our pocket to have a little more fun. Let's have some more fun. And my bookie, you can have 
more fun. You are actually guaranteed to have fun at MyBookie. They're the only sportsbook that doesn't care whether you are naughty or nice this year. They've got gifts for everyone. Bet NFL, NBA, all your favorite Carver sports, and more. So just sign up today and receive the ultimate stocking stuffer, a 50% deposit bonus up to $1,000. That is sweet, baby. That's a great place to start, but we all know Christmas is about what's under the tree. And at MyBookie, that means a huge deposit bonus, epic giveaways, and free contests. It's simple. Sign up, enter promo code SGP, and get your deposit matched halfway up to a thousand bucks. Head over to MyBookie to make the most of the holiday this year and strut into 2021 with cash in your pocket. This winner, bet the bet with the best. Bet with MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag. Promo code SGP. Let's get into the teams that we are previewing today. First up, we have the Atlanta Hawks. Projected win total, 35 and a half. ESPN's Kevin Pelton, he's got, uh, with his RPM model, he's got their average wins set at 36. They're, he's got them at a 62% chance of making the playoffs. Uh, looks like an eighth place in the East uh, last season, the eighth place in the East had 33 wins, so that would be a uh, three more wins, uh, obviously, if he is correct. Last season, they went 20 and 47. Their coach is Lloyd Pierce. This is his third season, so this might be a bank or break season for old Lloyd if he doesn't get them to a playoff spot. Starting five, we've got Trey Young, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Cam Regis. John Collins, Clint Capella, they've added a ton of new players with uh, Bogdanovich, Rajon Rondo, Chris Dunn, Danilo Gallinari, Solomon Hill, Bruno Fernando, and they drafted Ngaku. And they lost uh, Jeff Teague, uh, DeAndre Bembre, who went to your Raptors, and Vince Carter retired. So no huge losses there. Um, certainly... I, a lot of people don't like these moves because they're like, what are you doing? You're bringing in a lot of older players to play with a, a youthful movement in Trey Young and John Collins. Uh, how are John Collins and Danilo Gallinari split up minutes? How many minutes are they going to give Capella versus Collins at the five? I don't know. I still feel like they're going to win more games just because they have have brought in so many more veterans and I really like Bogdanovich playing with Trey Young. I think that they're going to be an amazing outside shooting backcourt duo. Where are you at with the Atlanta Hawks? Um, I also think they're going to go over. I don't think they're going to go over by a lot, but um, they, I think they are a better team than they were last year. And I think Absolutely, that, yeah. Like, yes, Vince Carter is obviously a great veteran presence, um, but I th I think having veterans with young guys is good. I don't know why people don't think that's a good thing. Like, I get maybe a vibe, but this team's young, and in a season where, okay, where, it, where professionalism is really going to matter, like, more than ever, because, you know, young guys, you're in Atlanta, you want to go party, you're going to get sick. Um, but older dudes are going to probably keep that on lock a little bit better too. So yeah. I think it's good. No, I, I agree with you. I think some people are wondering like, which way is this team going? Are they going with a youth movement or they, or why are they spending all this money? Like on Danilo Gallinari and Rajan Rondo who are on the other side of their career when, are they just trying to appease Trey Young and win a few more games? Yes, probably, but that could work with what we're talking about with win totals right now. Yeah, right. If it's all about what how they're going to do this year, I think that's good. You're right. Is it like, uh, are they in it for a win now or like a long term? And it's hard to tell with the moves they made. They did need more like uh, depth on their bench, and they definitely got that, which is good. I also think this season that's going to matter a lot. Um, but you're absolutely really, right. Yeah, yeah, because been, there's going to be people who have a lot more. There's going to be a lot more COVID, as we say in the NFL. There's going to be a lot more guys sitting out, so your bench depth is going to matter more this season for win totals more than any other. I would think. Yeah. Um, 
also just because it's a truncated season i guess they didn't play <laughs> they didn't play in the bubble so this team hasn't played for a real long time um so the turnaround doesn't matter so much because like if it's a team that had a quick turnaround then bench depth also matters more because you know it's just like such a short time period and so much happening but um I are you lost worried? My train of thought. <laughs> I, no, so are you worried that because they're adding so many new pieces in a short off season, they're going to start off real slow? No, I I think that's a valid concern. I don't think it's going to be a problem with the Atlanta Hawks. It's not like they are like it's not like they're great anyways. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it, it would be in, if they were like sick last year and then they changed it all up and they had to figure it all out. But I don't really think they have much to lose. I think it's going to be really nice to have like a second playmaker in Bogdanovich. I think that it's going to be nice that when Trey Young's not on the floor, they're going to be able to still get baskets because uh, Gallinari, he's coming off the bench, right? I mm, think. Yeah. And yeah. So, though, I mean, they still suck on defense. They didn't solve that. And that's going to be a problem like if i guess if you're going to do game win totals during the year you should uh pay attention to this team because it's going to be real high because <laughs> they just score a time well, but they I, don't play defense i agree but i think that they're definitely going to be better on defense than they were last year because they added chris dunn so i mean he's all about backcourt defense i mean that's his only strong suit at this point in his career is the fact that he can come on the floor they can probably play him with trey young and he can make up for a lot of trey young's defensive deficiencies capella is a good rim protector collins has his moments as a rim protector gallinari you're right he's horrible on defense that's not going to help them at all so i could see the could and be bogdanovich better... isn't good on defense either no he's not but he is there to be a scorer so while you're right, they still aren't a great defensive team. I do think they're going to be a little better than last year. and But they need to be 16 games better to <laughs> win yep. their over. So but they only our, played like 47 last year, no? Right. Well, they played 67 games. Oh. So, oh. Um, but that I mean, it, yeah, they're not quite they're, – they're not going to be – we can't use last year's total as a, as a straight comparison, but – um yeah we'll see i don't know i i agree with you i do like they're over because i think they're the one them and the wizards are the best of the worst in the east if that makes sense yeah no it totally makes sense that's the other thing is like the east bottom is such trash that at least the hawks have like good players on them not like every nba player is good uh <laughs> they have like some winning guys you know like that's the, the what is it? What do you call it? The floor? The floor on this team? Yeah. <laughs> it's higher than the like the floor on the Cavs, I would say. Oh, absolutely. But I did want to say one thing. Um, they don't have any, the, the Hawks don't have any serious injuries right now, but they do have like a lot of people who are day to day not playing the early um, preseason games. Like, but everyone's like knee soreness, ankle soreness, my foot, but it's like, six players like Ron, uh like rondo isn't playing because he's got a knee problem dunn isn't playing because he's got a knee problem okongu's got a toe problem yeah i don't know it's a bunch of uh, none of the other teams that we're talking about today have quite the same issues right now yeah so i mean that would go to the concern <laughs> of them starting off real slow if they're yeah. having trouble incorporating their new players because they're injured rondo obviously yeah like Yes, the Hawks didn't play into the playoffs, but Rondo played a lot of games. And for him to turn around at his age and try to play, that's going to be tough. Also, like, I like Rondo, uh, Rondo, Rondo, Rajon Rondo. Um, but I don't know why you would put him on a team that's not going to go to the playoffs because he's that's where he thrives. I think they might use him to trade him midseason for somebody else. Could be, could be. Um, he might just be there as a veteran presence for Trey Young, trying to teach him maybe how to uh, play a little defense. Um, I don't know. It, it's ball. interesting. That's I, that's why I think a lot of people are just confused about what this team is doing. But uh, right now, you and I are both leaning over 35 yeah. and a half. Not our final prediction, but... Um, Would you we'll, put money on this, though? 
I'm not ready to put money on the Hawks right now for anything. So, but by the time I pick my final one way or the other, well, let's see what the total is at and let's see how they look in preseason despite you right those six players not being able to play, but yeah, I'm not feeling great about this total either way. And now for another quick break and we'll be right back. Come prop up on Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. Just in time for the holidays, we are teaming up with Thrive Fantasy for an awesome SGPN merch bundle. Just send in a screenshot of you joining Thrive Fantasy, promo code SGP, and you have a chance to win $100 in SGPN merch. Just email your screenshot to podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. That's easy. And if you don't know what Thrive Fantasy is, you should because it it eliminates the countless hours of research and focuses only on the top tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. If you're sick of losing on DraftKings and FanDuel because it's just full of sharks out there, you want to try Thrive. I mean, it's... If you're playing the NFL, choose 10 out of 20 available player props for your lineup. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for both the over and the under based on how likely it is to hit. And, you know, based on hit the most props, rack up the most points, and you share your part of the prize pool. Thrive has over $50,000 guaranteed weekly and has awarded over $1.6 million in cash. I know I need some of that cash. I'm sure you need some of that cash too. It's been a hard year. Use promo code SGP when you sign up and you will receive an instant match up to $50 on your first deposit. That is free money, baby. Download Thrive Fantasy on App Store or Play Store or by visiting their website at thrivefantasy.com. So sign up and prop up today and don't forget promo code SGP. Moving on to our next team, we have the Washington Wizards, a projected win total of 32 and a half. ESPN's RPM has their average wins at 34.9. They have a 51% chance of making the playoffs, and they are have them at ninth place in the East. Last season, Ninth place team was had 25 wins, so that's a lot lower than uh, the projected total there. Uh, this is a totally different team, but they went 25 and 47 last season. This is Scott Brooks' fifth season. You got to think if they don't make the playoffs and make a little noise, the Wizards might be wanting to move on from Scott Brooks. So he has every uh, every reason to want to win. We've got their starting five at Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, Troy Brown Jr., Rue Hachimura, and Thomas Bryant. The big additions to their team was obviously Westbrook. They drafted uh, ninth overall Denny Avida. They uh, got Robin Lopez as a great backup center, and they re-signed Davis Bertans, the uh, long range, tall score. They lost John Wall, which was not much of a loss at all because he was not playing. I gotta say, I'm surprised that ESPN has them at ninth place behind the Hawks, especially with the addition of Russell Westbrook playing with Bradley Beal. I definitely like them to go over 32 and a half more so than I would fuck with the. Hawks over at 35 and a half. Where are you at with this Wizards team? Um, Not to just keep agreeing with you, but I also agree. I think this team is definitely going to go over. They were already just very fun to watch. And I tend to feel like a team that like is fun on the court has a better chance to go over. Um, I mean, but they're, they're, I think they're going to be good. I think Brooks, the coach Brooks mixed with like Russell Westbrook is going to be great. Apparently they had a really great relationship before. Yeah. Many played together. I mean, uh, Brooks coached Westbrook through his, all those great seasons in Oklahoma city for the first part of his career up until five years ago. So they're obviously very close. I mean, if you're getting, think about what an upgrade is, what a upgrade Russell Westbrook is over their other guards who were playing last year. I mean, they were starting Ish Smith. No offense, Ish Smith, but you're not a good player. You got to think he's worth alone 15 more wins. Yeah, I agree. I um I got a lot of 
like when I was looking up um, teams and like figuring out the way I felt, I the, you know the uh, Athletic they've got like all these previews by John Hollinger. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he wrote for Ish Smith. <laughs> he wrote he has no J. He's thirty two. He's six and zero, oh, but he's still useful. <laughs> that's not even the biggest sh- shade one they have like with cassius winston he wrote he's got to shed some weight and that's it that's all he wrote he's a good passer <laughs> <laughs> i feel um, like that's that's a very great summation of ish smith and and yeah i mean the the wizards their to- their win total from last season they went to the bubble, so they did play 72 games, but their win total was still depressed because they didn't bring any of their stars. Bradley Beal didn't play. They only brought uh, a couple of their young guys who have much. I mean, Davis Bertans didn't play. And they brought a couple of young guys like Thomas Bryant and Rue Hachimura who are worth a damn. Troy Brown Jr. did show that he is a useful uh, rotation player. They have him starting at the three right now. Although I could see them switching out Bertans, um, Bertans and Bradley Beal as two great outside scorers with a, f- a driving force like Westbrook. That's what he needs. He needs a lot of shooters around him, as he showed with the Rockets last season. I don't know. I like this team in the fact that they were a great offense last year, even though they weren't winning a lot of games. So the fact that they're adding Russell Westbrook really shows that they can that offense last season can maybe translate to some actual wins now with this veteran presence of Westbrook. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun to watch him and Bradley Beal together. Um, I was listening to a Wizards podcast and like these guys, though, I thought this was such a great trade. I know a lot of people are like, wall for Westbrook is kind of like par. It's exciting, but it means nothing. Mm -hmm. But these guys on the Wizards podcast, man, they were like, we're excited about Russell Westbrook, but they were like in tears about losing John Wall. (laughs) Like truly devastated. Like uh, Washington loves that man. Even though he wanted to leave. I don't know. I feel like if if a team member wants to leave my Raptors team, I don't hate you, but I don't mind you going. I've read that John Wall was had mixed feelings on whether he wanted to leave or stay, but he knew that the team was ready to move on for him. In, but he meant a lot to Washington D.C. and more off the court as as much off the court as on the court. He was very beloved in that in that city. So I understand why fans would be bummed out that they're losing him. But they got Wessel Westbrook for him, who's an actual player who can play. John Wall hasn't played in years. He hasn't played no. really significantly since 2017. That's the other thing. The, the Wizards podcast was like, yeah, but you know that they're like the conversation about um, Curry and Clay Thompson. Well, now we're in that conversation with Westbrook and Bradley Beal. It's like this. There is good. And I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll see. So that makes sense. What I just said. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. It does. It's a, they're saying their backcourt is comparable to the great. The Warriors is what they said. But Clay yeah, they, is, they said some other people, but yeah, Clay's out. <laughs> but, but no, not Clay's out. Yeah, I mean, they have one of the more exciting backcourts. Before we see them play together, I would say, yeah, they're one of the more exciting backcourts because of Beal's outside shooting and because of Westbrook's drive and athleticism. Um, still, I mean, we're, we're not getting to them yet. I'd still rather have Chris Paul and Devin Booker, but oh, that's just yeah. me. That's well, just me. Well, Russell... Westbrook isn't great off the ball. Like, I guess he doesn't have to be off the ball too much, but he's not. Honestly, not. To, he's no Kyle Lowry, and I know that's a big fight, but he's not. He's not even close. <laughs> no, he's horrible off the ball, but that's why that's okay because they put a lot of shooters around him. We'll see if – I don't know how well – I mean, we'll see what their draft pick, Denny Avida, does, if he is much of a shooter or not. I mean, he's coming over from the Israeli league, so we don't know – how that's going to translate to NBA level play. Um, Thomas Bryant showed a lot in the bubble and a lot last season. He can shoot a little bit outside for a big man. So I'm excited to see him play. And I think that the addition of Robin Lopez as a veteran big man presence there is really big for them. So I like them better than the Hawks. I honestly, I don't know why they're, their win total is three games less than the Hawks. I like them better than the Hawks. I like them better than the Hawks. I don't think they're a good team, but they're better than this win total. Yeah. Do you have them? The Hawks. 
Right. Do you have them around like your seventh or eighth seed in the East, do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm kind of confused about how that the like play in thing is going to work at the end. Do you know what I mean? Talking about? Yeah. 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 I, uh, um, I think they'll eat. So I think they'll win that. I'm not really again. I don't really know how it works, but I think they'll be like in the playoffs. Right. If they were in the playoffs the, last year, they're going to be in it this year. I agree with you. And yes, the, the plan is still a little confusion when we're talking about win totals. But um, I think it will push teams who are kind of like right on that bubble that can go one way or the other of like, uh, do we care about being the eighth seed or we're not going to be able to chase the eighth seed to get in the playoffs? It's going to give them more uh, momentum to win more games like leading up to the play-in tournament because I want to get into it. Uh, and that's besides the point because I think Russell Westbrook isn't going to let them lose a bunch of games anyway. So, yeah, uh, especially yeah. in a weaker Eastern Conference. So, yeah, I like them as a uh, even better, maybe a fifth or a sixth seed, depending. I haven't done my final rankings yet, but... As uh, someone with a team in the East, I got to say I'm excited with Westbrook's in the East now. Yeah, you're excited to watch him in the in the East. Yeah, I'm excited for my team to get to play him more, and I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun basketball. Why are you smiling like that? <laughs> <laughs> because I can't decide if you're saying that as like you're ex excited that your team gets to play him because you think that the Raptors can beat him, or you're just excited no. to watch them play because. Well, first of all, I do think the Raptors can beat them, but I'm excited because it's going to be fun basketball to watch. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I wasn't trying to throw shade on Westbrook. Like, I think he's fun to watch. I think uh, the Wizards are already fun to watch. They're like goofy. Yeah, and I actually really like the Raptors backcourt matching up with Westbrook and Beal. That's going to be fun. Van Vliet on Beal and Kyle Lowry on Westbrook, like two savvy veterans. Um, it's going to be fun. Yeah, you're right. No, that's going to be a fun matchup. Uh, I, that's 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 must watch TV. Okay, one final break, and we'll be right back. I'm here to tell you about our new sponsor, Better Than Vegas. You can find them at Better Than Dot Vegas. That's right, Better Than Dot Vegas. It's a completely new free website sharing thousands of handicap videos. It's just like YouTube. But for hashtag DGENs only, because let's be honest, we only go to YouTube for sports betting videos, and that's all that Better Than Vegas is. Okay, the best part is you'll be able to get video pics from all the SGPN crew that we're exclusively posting over at Better Than Vegas. Okay, they cover all the sports NFL, college football, college basketball, soccer. Soon we'll be all about the NBA. If free video picks isn't enough, they're also giving away cash. $1,000 to the handicapper that wins the most units and $1,000 to the handicapper who has the most followers. So make sure to subscribe to the SGPN page, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. So you don't miss any of our picks. And if the SGPN page wins any cash, we'll give it away to our listeners we're not gonna keep it for ourselves we'll give it back to you because that's what we do okay so go to better than dot vegas and sign up today and start watching free picks okay that's better than dot vegas and you know i have to mention our friends at ace per head right i mention them every time if your new year's resolution is starting a new business why not start your own sports book and if you're like, I don't know how, Ryan, well, Ace Per Head is here to do it for you. Okay, they will give you an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. That's right, six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com slash gp. That's aceperhead.com slash gp. Okay, moving on to the lowly Detroit Pistons, and I'm just going to be fully transparent. Uh, George and I started talking about the Pistons, realized we don't know as much about the Pistons as we should, and we're starting over talking about the Pistons. So full <laughs> transparency like a nightmare. for our listeners, the first, we, we talked about it for 10 minutes and clearly did not know what we we're talking about. We know don't a little bit. 
we know a little bit more about what we're talking about now, so I'm going to go ahead and preview them. And um, But don't the- you feel like having to re-talk about the Pistons is like being in purgatory? <laughs> <laughs> ha- yeah, we are punishing ourselves by having to talk about the Pistons all you're over welcome. again. But as listeners, you're hearing us talk about them for the first time, so lucky you. Projected win total is 23.5. ESPN's Kevin Pelton has them at 23.5. They are a 1% uh, chance at getting to the playoffs. ESPN has them at 14th place in the East. Last season, they won 20 games, lost 46. Dwayne Casey is their coach. It's his third season. Their starting five right now looks like Killian Hayes, probably, or uh, Derek Rose they might start off with as the savvy veteran. DeLon Wright. I can't even say his name, so I'm still not going to try. And I did that in the last time, too, and I still didn't figure out how to say his name. Blake Griffin and Mason Plumley as your starting five. Additions, Killian Hayes, uh, their first-round draft pick. Wayne Ellington, Jeremy Grant, who they played a penny penny to to come over from the Nuggets. Josh Jackson, the uh, former Suns lottery pick who uh, has been nothing but a disappointment. Jaleel Okafor, another Lottery pick, who's been nothing but a disappointment. Mason Plumey, who I already mentioned, and they're going to start him, apparently. And they got Leangelo Ball, the the worst of the three Ball brothers, who's probably just going to be playing for a G League contract. They lost three of their best players, or at least their best young players, in Christian Wood, Bruce Brown, and Luke Kennard. Uh, they traded Andre Dunman halfway through the season to the Cavaliers. They also lost Langston Galloway, Tony Snell, Thon Maker, who all played minutes for them last season. Where are you at with this team, George? Are we looking at their... It's only 23 and a half, but I have a hard time believing they're going to win more games than they did last season. Where are you at? Yeah, I think they're going to be under. I don't think they're going to win more games i mean they did make a lot of moves this offseason but they were all weird moves so i don't really believe in them i mean i think they're going to be under but i guess blake griffin will be back so he what if he's just sick (laughs) like in a good way i guess you're right i guess there's a world where blake griffin comes back healthy and he and derrick rose are able to put together I don't know, Rose and and Griffin of yesteryear and dominate enough to get over that 23 and a half wins. I guess there's a world. I just don't see it happening. I don't, I feel like Uh, he's just going to be injured again. Yeah. I don't believe in it, but you know, it, it, it could happen. Derek Rose last year, like when he he could only play what, like 26 minutes, Mm -hmm. but he was great. Like, he would yeah. bring in some off- offense they really needed, which is great. I don't think they made smart decisions. Again, like, if they, they changed their whole, like, front office, more or less. But so that made me expect that they would have some, like, long-term plans in place, you mm-hmm. know? Like, mixing it all up, being like, all right, we're going to get there in the next few years, which, again, wouldn't matter for this year's win totals anyways. But then, as you said, they, like... They got rid of their best young guys, which is not what I would expect for a team that's got a plan. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's because they brought in a new front office. They're kind of cutting bait with what the previous front office had done. Um, You know, they still have kind of leftover scraps from when Stan Van Gundy was not only their coach, but their GM. And he just made really weird choices like bringing (laughs) over a injured Blake Griffin to play alongside Drummond and gave him a huge contract. So they're still trying to get out from a lot of mistakes of past GMs. Maybe they're just going to go in full tank mode this season and they don't care. They're just looking for a higher draft pick and yeah. they're just going to see what they have with the weird guys that they brought over. Cause they, they you're right. They brought over like too many, uh, they brought over too many centers and who knows? And it doesn't seem like no. they have a plan. As you said, like, they brought over a lot of centers, but they're still starting Mason Plumley. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't know who else they would start, but if, you, if you've if you got a lot of set, if you bring over a lot of centers, I expect your starting center to be great. <laughs> You're right. So, I, um, think, I think Jeremy Grant will be ended up 
I mean, he can play a small yeah. ball five. He might end up being more uh, who plays a lot more minutes. He's probably the best player that they signed and a huge loss with Christian Wood. But um, I don't know. We don't yeah. have to talk much about more about this team. It seems like they're going to be yeah, bad this, this year. Enough. We're both going under. It's going to be a yeah. mess. Let's move on to the <laughs> other worst team in the entire NBA, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Their projected win total is 21 and a half. ESPN has them at 23.8 with a 1% chance to make the playoffs. They have them predicted to be in the last place in the East. They won 19 games last season, lost 46. They were last place in the East last year. Uh, JB Bickerstaff is going to be their head coach. Um, he just kind of took over for John Beelan last season, and it seems like they're just going to keep riding with this coach who nobody knows a lot about. I guess he'll be okay. Who knows? Darius Garland, uh, for their starting five, Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, Isaac Okoro, who they just drafted, Kevin Love, and Andre Drummond. Still such a weird situation with Kevin Love and Andre Drummond there. They just seem like two veterans who are unhappy and just playing out these massive contracts because they have to. Uh, they added Thon Maker, JaVale McGee. Why did they add JaVale McGee when you have Andre Drummond there? Damian Dotson, and they drafted Isaac Okoro. <sighs> Um, I'll say this. My wife is from Cleveland. She roots for the Cavs and yeah. even she has no interest in talking to me about the Cavs, even though the projected win total is so low at 21 and a half. I wouldn't touch it. Where are you at? Yeah, I, I, I don't think they're going to win that many. Um, especially as you said earlier, like they weren't going to win this many if they were playing the East a ton. But as you said, there's going to be some Wests in there, more West yeah. in there than last year. Uh, this team is is rough, uh, <laughs> to say the least. I mean, I, I, I feel for your wife. I get it. Being a Raptors fan for a long time was pretty sad, too. Um, but, yeah, I mean, their coach it will be his first full season. I guess that's something to, that's a bit – I feel like that's good. <laughs> is that's it good? That's something. It feels like – it feels to me that the Cavs are just in this big transitional phase right now yeah. where they like the Pistons. They kind of have all these like contract, big, big contracts left over from uh, you know previous regimes. They don't really know where they're going. I can see them being traded. I, I feel like they're going to just start trading off their parts during the season to see what they yeah. can get for uh, Kevin Love. Maybe try to, uh, trade love and um, Drummond to a competing team who might need like who be willing to take over their contracts. Uh, it doesn't seem like they know if they like their young stars and Colin Sexton and Darius Garland yet. So Sexton isn't it. You don't he's think Sexton? It. I don't think. No, he's like. Um, I think he's overrated. He's not like a great passer. He's. He's like yeah. only good when he's on the ball. I don't know. That's Agreed. Insane. I don't. I don't like Sexton that much either. But some people have him <laughs> tapped as a breakout candidate. Finally, I don't know why they think he's going to be better than he already has been in the last few seasons, especially on this team. So we are both leaning over on the Cavs. No, um, we're not. Oh, no, you're not. not? <laughs> I'm I, under on the Cavs. I meant. I don't know why I said over. I meant we're both leaning under. Yeah, on the Cavs. I thought you did. Sorry. I was like, listen. <laughs> You're gonna get sued. <laughs> I meant, I meant, I'm over talking about the Cavs. As uh, that's what I meant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to. Can I read you a couple lines that John Hollinger wrote about Cavs players? Please, real do. quick. Please okay, do. so for Javel McGee, he wrote. This is the only thing he wrote about him. Started for the Lakers last year. Life comes at you fast. <laughs> that's all he wrote. For um, Colin Sexton, next Gilbert Arenas, if he ever learns how to play. Big burn. Okay. That could mean a lot of things, positive and negative. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Well, let's move on for the Cavs and go to our final team. The very exciting Finally. Phoenix Suns. Finally, someone, uh, a team we're both excited to discuss. We have yeah, the I'm Phoenix Suns projected win total. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy for me. Uh, <laughs> the only Western team we are talking about right now, their projected win total 
Uh, I was seeing 38 and a half, but I believe it's bumped up now to 39 and a half. It's already moved. Kevin Pelton has them at 38.6 with a 63% chance of making the playoffs uh, and being eighth place in the West. Um, Last season, they were 34 and 38. This is Monty Williams' second year as head coach. Their starting five should be Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Mikhail Bridges, Jay Crowder, and DeAndre Ayton. They added Paul Crowder. They drafted Jalen Smith in the first round. They uh, added uh, Pistons cast-off, Langston Galloway, Damian Jones. Uh, Nader was in that trade for Paul and former Pelican Etwan Moore. They lost Kelly Oubre, Ricky Rubio. Cameron Payne, I think they're still deciding if they're going to pick up his contract, but it doesn't look like they're going to pick up uh, Frank Kaminsky's project, uh, contract, and they got rid of Aaron Baines to your Raptors. Um, I am super high on them, but I am uh, I, I'm obviously very biased what do you think of the Suns, and will they go over their 39 and a half? I think they're going to go over. In fact, I would put money on this, too. <laughs> nice. Someone who's, yeah, I, I really think they're going to go over. Like, I get that's crazy because of how not good they were last year, but, like, the moves they made this offseason are great. Um, I believe – I just think there's – sometimes there's winners in the league. There's certain guys who are winners. Um, Chris Paul is a winner. He's like – Well, he's a regular he, season winner, right? He hasn't done much in the playoffs, but he his teams always do well in the regular season. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know how this team's going to do in the playoffs, um, but I think they'll be in the playoffs. And I think for the regular season, I think they're going to go over. I think – Chris Paul affects wins. The last time Chris Paul, uh, I think I said this to you before, the last time he was on a team that went, uh, like that was worse than 560, was 11 years ago as a win percentage. So that's a long time, 11 years ago. And then Booker is also a winner. Like you saw him in the bubble. That guy makes wins happen. Yeah. I mean, this Suns team, I think you saw what they're capable of in the bubble. Um, and people were like, well, yeah, but they made a lot of changes. But they didn't have Kelly Oubre in the bubble, and they got rid of him, so that's not going to make a big difference. And I think feel like Chris Paul is obviously a huge upgrade over Ricky Rubio. So I'm excited about it. And, and Devin Booker, he has such another level to go to, especially with Chris Paul next to him. But in his five years in the league, he had five different head coaches. This is the first time he has a head coach that's carried over to a second year with Monty Williams. Wow. And Monty Williams is a really good coach who has seemed to connect with the Phoenix players well. He's gotten Booker to buy in on not just being a huge scorer, but also a great teammate and distributing more. So I really like what they're building here. And I'm yeah. honestly the most optimistic I've been as a Suns fan in a long time. Uh, yeah, you know what? I- I'll be watching the Suns. Like, I don't watch all the teams. Um, it's re- I find it's really hard just to even keep up with your one team. Like, I watch all the Raptors games. So, uh, anyways, the point is, I'll be watching the Suns. I think, okay, here's the other reasons. I think Crowder's great. Went to the Eastern Conference. He went to the finals last year. I think that yeah. is nice when you have, like, people who've been on winning teams. Um, if Mikel Bridges takes another step forward, he's going to, that's going to be sick. And yeah. who else? Deandre Aiden, right? Yeah. Oh, he's going to be, so he's like one of the best pick and roll finishers. And then with CP, it's going to be, I think it's going to be great. I think it's yeah. going to be great. And I also read that, um, and I printed out their like bench depth and they, ha- people are saying that they've got a pretty like underrated deep bench and as we said right at the top of the show that's going to be very important this year i agree i agree um cam johnson who played very well in the bubble is going to be coming off as the sixth man for them i think he's going to be great backing up jay crowder um they added jalen smith in the draft i know he's kind of going to be a raw player because he's young but i don't know if he put if you put him out there 20 or 10 minutes a night, maybe he uh, is, that's enough for him. If they can sign, resign Cameron Payne, that's a great backup, but they also have Javon Carter as a great backup to Chris Paul. So yeah, 
again, I, I was, I, in agreement with you, they look like they have a sneaky good bench. Yeah, they're going, they're going over. I, I like, I very strong yeah. in that feeling. Yeah. I also, I, I'm going to go over, I'm going to stick to it. I think that there's a chance that they could be even higher than eighth place in the West. And that's saying a lot when the West is going to be real strong, but um, yeah. a lot can happen. So, all right, well, we should get out of here. We uh, ended up going a little longer than I thought, but thank you so much for talking well. with me. Um, as I said, you are just joined the SPGN crew. You're going to be doing a lot of video picks. We're going to have you on uh, the podcast more, I'm sure. Um, look for her on our uh, Better Than Vegas account. And where can people find you online? Um, well, on everything, I'm at uh, Georgia Brooks on everything. It's just George, but with an A at the end of it. Uh, so George A. Brooks on Twitter and Instagram. That's the only places I have a website, but it's like COVID times. What are we? I haven't updated my website in forever. <laughs> I guess I will when we get these videos out. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, yeah, you're a very funny comedian as well, but you haven't been able to perform, right? So people can't um, yeah, see I, you anywhere. I don't know. Are you doing any of those Zoom I have shows? I an album. Oh, no, well, those Zoom shows are rough. <laughs> plug your album. Yeah, my album's called Cash Grab, and you can get it anywhere. It's it's through a special thing if you want to buy a hard copy at a specialthing.com, but you can listen to it on iTunes or wherever. Um, if you have serious radio, call in. I get money from that. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, well, thank you so much. We'll be hearing more from you soon, and uh, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow with another episode, and Zach will be back, so uh, stay tuned for a lot more NBA Gambling Podcast coming at you. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball, because I'm gonna go get it! Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball, because I'm gonna go get is QuickBooks slowing your business down? Do you have challenges managing inventory, project profitability, or just getting paid fast enough? Get your business to a better place and graduate to NetSuite today. Stop paying for multiple systems that don't give you the information you need when you need it. Ditch the spreadsheets and all the old software you've outgrown. Now is the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Everything you need, all in one place, instantaneously. Whether you're doing a million or hundreds of millions in revenue, save time and money with NetSuite. Join the over 24,000 companies using NetSuite right now. Let NetSuite show you how they'll benefit your business with a free product tour at netsuite.com info. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash info, netsuite.com slash info.